This episode of Who's Who is brought to you by Lumberjack's Bar and Grill. Lumberjacks is located in Butlerville, Indiana at 5530 East U.S. Highway 50. We'd like to thank Scott Beanham and his crew for everything that they do for Night Owl Country Band. When Night Owl Country Band first started, uh, Lumberjacks was one of the first venues that booked Night Owl Country Band. So we thank them for, for helping Night Owl Country Band out. Lumberjacks has great food. Scott is a great chef. They cook steaks. They cook tacos. They have something special every night. They also have sex with a lumberjack. Uh, what did you say? Count me in. <laughs> sex with a lumberjack. It's a special drink that, that, that they make there at Lumberjacks. Check it out. And they also have cold, ice cold beer. Made in America. The red wine and blue. I stand for She's done for me. We're made in America, land of the free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Who's The Independent Top 10 Country Countdown Podcast. My name is Casey Johnson, and I am here, as always, alongside two members of the Night Owl Country Band. Of course, though, we are switching it up a little bit, so be ready for that. First, directly to my right, even though to you it doesn't really matter which side of me he's on, the man in the middle, the one who brokers all of the amazing deals for Night Owl Country Band, and the man who rest assured, after every song, he will, with his index finger, point upwards and then tip his hat. I promise. <laughs> Matt Lee. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I've tried to back off to do that every other song now. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's good, good to be back on the podcast today. Um, yeah, we switched things up a little bit different, doing a musician with the singer and the songwriter thing. So this is going to be pretty interesting. Of course, he is talking about directly to his right, our lovely co-host on this show, the best beard behind six strings, Tim Dooley. Hey, hey, how's it going out there? Good to be back. Oh, man. And, you know, today is a very special day because you are listening to the voices of officially the three newest fans of the Tampa Bay Vipers yeah. in the XFL. Yes. Go Vipers. We were <laughs> we were all talking about this before the show and we've decided that we're fans of the Tampa Bay Vipers now. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, for for a couple reasons. Uh, three reasons actually. Oh, okay. Location. Mhm. Nothing is close to Indiana at all. Yeah. <laughs> so so we could go with just about anybody. Second is the color. We all like the color green on the field. Looks good. Yeah, it looks nice. And then like grass. Then number three, vipers. How can you go wrong with vipers? Yeah, no. So to be candid, we were all kind of talking beforehand about like, so we haven't picked a team. And Matt was like, I like the green of the vipers. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm in. <laughs> so we fist bumped on that. And then we, Tim was like, well, I don't, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. 
so I don't want to fist bump you yet. And then we're like, it's our new XFL team. And he's like, all right, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. I'm I'm in. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Vipers, man. Yeah, we had to Pretty talk good. him into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I will I will say, too, um, one, Brett Denny does happen to be in the other room uh, doing probably what we all should have done and actually screening the team before he right. jumps on the bandwagon. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we asked him if he wanted to be a fan. He's he said he wanted to watch first. So <laughs> he's got no faith. <laughs> so guys, what have you been listening to over the course of the last week? Of course, we're coming off a uh, a brand new concept for us, which was the video show. Which uh, we it was kind of it was it was the first time. We'll put it that way. You know, there were some bumps in the road and some less than ideal circumstances, but we got it out there and we're very happy with uh, the end result. And it was so much fun for you guys to, to see Tim's beard. Uh, <laughs> but in, in the meantime, and all the craziness, what have we been listening to? I've been listening to Robert Cray. Uh, my wife bought me a CD at Goodwill for like 50 cents. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a great cd i can't remember the name of it now but it's great blues music and i just love it so that's what i've been jamming to matt what have you been jamming out to uh sturgill simpson a little bit of sturgill simpson and uh tyler childers and i don't know if you if anybody if you have not listened to any tyler childers or sturgill simpson stuff that they are great songwriters mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the thing about me. I realized this starting um, this segment after I started it. I'm gonna people are gonna think I'm schizophrenic. Okay. Because I, I'm the kind of person that like when I hear a new band, and I like them, I listen to a lot of them, and then a couple of weeks later, I am on to my new thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so you're going to get a lot of different answers from me on this. Um, this week, ABBA. Okay. <laughs> okay. I've been listening to a lot of ABBA, Matt. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I Should we pray for him? I think so. It turns out I, I kind of like ABBA, um, which is funny because... We were actually talking before we started about the fact that I don't really like musicals. And my girlfriend asked me, she was like, so are you going to watch Mamma Mia now that you like ABBA? I'm like, no, I'm still not going to watch a musical. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. I think there's something so infectious about their music where, like, they learned American music from the outside. And really they just produced whatever sounded good to them. It just happened to be in English and like this is weird but if you watch picture if you watch videos of them performing there's like there's just something where I keep having to watch because it's it's the one dude with the bowl cut I don't know any of their names but the one dude with the bowl cut the way he like always has that well, I mean, like, Swedish tourist smile on his face as he's just dancing back and forth with his guitar. It's like, I just can't stop watching this. And there's a few songs that I really like. So, yeah, ABBA. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's something for everybody, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And anything you listen to, I mean, if you take a little bit of it with you, 
and then you add it to your style, you never know what could happen. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's like five songs that I really like, you know. Dancing Queen. Dancing Queen, Take a Chance on Me. Mm -hmm. I like a lot. Um, Waterloo is fun. Fernando is fun. And I actually, the reason that I started listening to them as I was listening to one of my NBA podcasts and guy on there was talking about being a DJ at weddings and he's like my goal every time I'm a DJ at weddings is to get the entire um, audience to do a drunk arm and on single arm and arm sing along of Chiquitita (laughs) (laughs) and I like I'd never heard of this song and I'm like I've got to hear this whatever it is I've got to hear this and then I'm like I don't know what this is, but I kind of dig it. (laughs) I have a bootlegged U2 concert CD somewhere at home. And on it, Bono does Dancing Queen acoustically. Oh, my goodness. And the crowd is all singing along. It's amazing. And so when I started doing acoustic shows, I added it to my show. So, hmm. yeah, that's kind of cool. Something for you to check out. Yeah, no, I mean, that's. I'm definitely going to need to listen to that CD. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say, though, as we're talking about listening to Bono singing Dancing Queen, why don't we listen to and talk about some country music here Yay. for a minute? Uh, we have got, coming in at number 10 this week, a brand new song to the countdown by Russell Lynch, Appalachian Home. In the city in the summertime, I can hardly stand the heat. The sunlight on the asphalt is burning my bare feet. And the people don't look easy on the way I dress and talk. They don't like my southern accent, and they don't like the way I walk. But there's some people back home missing me who begged me not to go. So I'm writing them a letter just so I can let them know I'm going back to my Appalachian home. I'm going back to where I have always belonged. I'll meet This episode of Who's Who is brought to you by Sonia's Dance Zone. You can reach them at 812-372-7000 or sonyasdancezone.com. They are located at Northview Plaza behind Sirloin Stockade. They can teach anyone from ages 2 and up. And they have ballet, jazz, tap, lyrical, hip-hop, and they have a few other styles, don't they, Matt? Yes, they do. You know, I had a chance to work with Sonia at Sonia's Dance Zone. She taught me how to, to do, a, do a dance for uh, Columbus, Indiana's Dancing with the Stars. And if she can teach me, she can teach anybody to dance. Again, they can be reached at 812-372-7000 or sonyasdancezone.com. 
Russell Lynch, Appalachian Home, brand new song to the countdown, and uh, one that, Matt, I really like just the overall vibe of. Yeah. the uh, I like the bluegrass style of it. Um, love the words of the, you know, the country boy living in the city, just aching to get back to the country. The One of the lines in there that kind of uh, grabbed my attention was uh, the concrete burning his bare feet. I remember my dad telling me stories when he was growing up in Birdstown, Tennessee, about running around all the time in bare feet. You can't really do that nowadays like, like he did back then. Ain't that right, team? That's right. <laughs> um, I like the mandolin in this song. It was, uh, as a mandolin player myself, I caught my ear, and that does a really good job on it. So, good song. My thing with this was that it, it made me ache for my Appalachian home in a way like it it got to me Mm -hmm. and I think it's cool that music and lyrics can do that where like like Appalachia doesn't even exist but I was longing for my Appalachian Mm -hmm. home yeah do you have an Appalachian home well no Appalachia is fictional oh but that means that you could have said yes and we would have you can have a mansion at the Appalachian home I guess, yeah. <laughs> All right, number nine? You come, coming in at number nine, uh, staying directly at number nine uh, is our friend Austin Hooks with Let's Be Us. song to make you think about the person that you love yeah i, I like that to me it's kind of got a george Strait style to it uh, love the soo- soothing music and the it's a good love song with valentine's day coming up you know it'd be a good one to throw on when you you know light that candle and sit down for romantic evening Ooh, yeah. Song. Okay. <laughs> tim likes going to the movies i bet you like to go to the movies on valentine's day wouldn't you okay <laughs> 
Are you asking me out? <laughs> no, I sit, I sit in the You want to sit hand. in the back row with Tim? <laughs> Not going to do that again. Wow. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm missing Steve. <laughs> yes, Steve talked a lot, but at least he didn't ask me out on a date. Yeah, he made me mad, but at least we didn't, you know, wasn't hitting uh, on me. Shara, take him to the movies, please. <laughs> Matt, you are so bad. (laughs) And coming in at number eight, a song that uh, Tim would probably use to describe Matt uh, (laughs) by our friends, Fourth and Main. Of course, I am talking about Bad With Me. Till three last Saturday night. She's a nice red wine by candle flame, but a six pack of bud when we're watching the game. Sweet and refined, so fine and kind and sexy to the bone. She's a lady walking down the street, but she can get down when she hears a beat. And I know everybody thinks she's a good girl, but she's bad with me. A good girl, but she's bad with me. And it's good girl that you want to be. This episode of Who's Who is brought to you by Jeff's Lawn Care Service. For all of your commercial and residential lawn care services, snow removal, and various property management solutions, call Jeff's Lawn Care Service. They are certified by Night Owl Country Band. And if you needed any more convincing, Jeff trims the yard of two members of the Night Owl Country Band. Brett, Matt, how does he do on your yards? Uh, Jeff does a great job. Love having him. Uh, and It takes uh, one less thing for me to do during the summer. I can concentrate on uh, more golf and more softball. Yeah, when you're busy like the Night Owl Country Band, it's nice to have somebody that helps out like Jeff's Lawn Care Service. We appreciate Jeff Yarnell and all of his crew for what they do for Night Owl Country Band and what they can do for you, your family, or your company. To get your appointment booked today, call 812-350-8525. That's 812-350-8525. Jeff's Lawn Care Service, officially recommended by Who's Who and the Night Owl Country Band. Well, when they're 0 and 8, <laughs> we might switch. Fourth and Main, bad with me, as we have just gotten the unfortunate news that our Tampa Bay Vipers are down 14 to 0 currently. Yeah, so we're, we're out looking for a new XFL team already. <laughs> nope, I'm, I'm staying loyal, baby. I've already bought the t-shirt, so... Um, oh. Yeah. Well, maybe if they turn out 0 and 8, we might switch. switch yeah, we maybe. might. It's the first year, so we right. reserve the right to... But no matter what, we can't switch to the team that won the championship. That's just wrong. That's right. wrong. Right. That's wrong. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, this is an unfortunate development in my day. Um but, you know, listening to Bad With Me, it makes me happy. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. Tim, like, we were talking about this a little bit. Every time that those horns hit at the beginning, it just grabs me. Oh, yeah, the horns are great. Um, yeah, you don't hear that a lot, especially in country music. And it really, uh, it's really an attention grabber. Yeah, I love it. 
Love the horns. But, Matt, our favorite thing, really, about these guys is that, like, don't get me wrong, we've never met any of them, although, of course, we'd like to at some point, but they just seem like really genuine guys, you know? Yeah, um, something that's that's cool when people submit their music, they also submit a little bit about themselves and their, their promo pick and, and everything like that. So, so something that caught my attention this week was uh, something that Chris, Chris Chavez said. Um, he, he said that the, all he wanted out of Fourth of Maine is to bring bring fans some happiness. If they're going through a rough time, um, they can help them through that also. Uh, aside from music, just as human beings, the goal is to connect with people and change lives for the better. I thought that was really cool what Chris Chavez said about the band itself, Fourth of Maine. That tells you a lot about them right there. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, we were talking a little bit before um, we started recording about just how clicky and political the music scene has a tendency to be. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you can be in it for the right reasons, Mm -hmm. or you can be in it for the wrong reasons. Like, when it comes down to it, like... You know, Night Owl has a tremendous following, and there, there's a lot of places out there that do. But none of us are superstars. We're all just out here trying to make music that touches somebody, or at least you should be. Right, right, and, and trying to get your music heard. We're, we're all musicians, and we're all working together. And there is certain parts and certain groups that are very clicky, and it's it's time to just do your thing. You do your thing, we'll do ours, and let's just help each other out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. So coming in here at number seven, a song that has caught my ear a lot. The the number one thing that I love when people send in music, like my number one stamp is when I go to find more of their music. And I've been listening to uh, some of their album here. Not as much as I've been listening to Apple. (laughs) (laughs) But I've been listening to some Case and Lane. They come in at number seven this week with Countryside of Me. Case and Lane, Countryside of Me, and 
Guys, I you know I mentioned last week the vocals kind of give me a, a kind of a Brooks and Dunn vibe on this when it's coming in. He's got that similar kind of timbre to his voice. I I love this song. Well, they had me at Fireball, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great stuff. Uh, the guitars remind me of uh, Molly Hatchet. Uh, mm-hmm. Really nice, uh, rocking out southern guitars. I love it. So and and this is kind of an interesting one too. That intro, that very opening riff there, and I know Steve will be all about this if I mention this to him uh, next week. But that opening, dun, 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 I was like, this is like acoustic ACDC. <laughs> kinda mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I think that's <sighs> so interesting. Where like when it comes down to it. Genres are genres, but music is just music. Mm-hmm. And like, there are so many things that you can pull from here or oh, pull yeah. from there. And that intro that you normally would hear by Angus Young is like works perfectly in this yeah. country song. And uh, when it comes down to it, we should all just support music, you know? That's right. Uh, speaking of which, we would like to thank a couple people for supporting music. Of course, our patrons, John Barr and Scott Poole. Of course, if you are wanting to support the show monetarily, you can head over to patreon.com slash nightowlcb. If you support at the $15 level or above, we're going to give you a personal shout-out on the show. And, of course... Uh, if you support at the $10 level or above, you're going to get this documentary series that I've been working on. The uh, Actually, the January edition uh, of which is going to be released this Friday as you're listening to this. Valentine's Day, it's going to be up. Uh, we've had to delay it for a couple weeks just because we were... Um, dealing with setting things up in the video edition of the show Mm -hmm. and stuff but this week i'm going to finish up that edit and you're going to see my uh tour as it were of the uh, pixie theater in edinburgh which was just amazing there's so much old history in that place and then uh highlights from night owl country bands uh christmas show and uh maybe a couple of little um clips that you didn't see from the announcement about this podcast in general some some Mm. found footage so it's gonna be a lot of fun and i can't wait for it so that'd be something good to pop on during valentine's day oh yeah yeah that's so romantic (laughs) (laughs) it could be you don't know what's behind the scenes oh yeah no may not want to know what's back here maybe what we discussed for the 100 dollar tier well uh, (laughs) the matt i kind of ripped off into a whole thing there but what do you think about this song (laughs) (laughs) i I I love the driving beat uh something that that i learned in their information this this week is um the Case and Lane Band was formed in 2007, still going strong. So they've been together for 13 years. That's awesome. That's good. And um, something else I've seen, they, they have opened up for Luke Bryan, hey. Thomas Rhett, uh, Brantley Gilbert, and Chris Young. That's, that's four pretty good-sized names right there. And being able to do that whole thing and be independent. Right. You know, and this is... The, the kind of success that they have gotten, we absolutely tip our hats off for. 
because when it comes down to it, they're kind of living exactly what we all want to be living, you know? Right. So, and it's possible to do it and maintain your independency and be able to do everything that you want to do. It's a, it's a very good little story there. Coming in at number six, we have a song that keeps moving up and up the countdown, Courtney Dickinson with Freedom. Courtney Dickinson with Freedom, and you know, Matt, uh, when I think about, you know, getting in the car in the open road and Freedom, it's hard not to think about this weekend. Yes. This weekend. NASCAR, dude. Oh. It was, it, it was your idea! <laughs> he, he gave me a look, and he, there... I saw in his eyes there was nothing there. The wheel is spinning, yeah. but the hamster's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, NASCAR kicks up. That NASCAR, one of my one of my favorite sports. Oh, you're looking forward to it so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking Valentine's Day we play at Cliff's Bar coming up, and I was like, man, what else are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the Daytona 500 kicks up. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, one of my all-time favorite things that I've ever seen in my whole life, and I ended up going back four or five different occasions, was I went to Bristol Motor Speedway to mm-hmm. see the Bristol race. Man, that was amazing. And the, we was talking about decibels earlier at uh, yeah certain theaters. Yeah, certain theaters want you to be a certain decibels. But uh, to be able to see that thunder in the valley... Yeah, and it is amazing how loud it is, and when they when they first hit that checker flag and they start taking off, the the way the the wind just kind of kicks up, it's just awesome. This is kind of weird, but like a lot of my NASCAR memories are from my childhood because that's when like well you know enough about my family to know. Yeah, <laughs> like I would play NASCAR like 2004 and 2005 on my PlayStation. And Bristol was always one of my favorite because that turn one, I could just send it into that corner and drift and, like, just take out. Because I had caution flags off, thank you. (laughs) And I could just take out three or four cars and then go on my merry way and then turn two, just send it and take out three or four more. (laughs) Uh, Somebody from our... uh, Neck of the Woods and from Columbus, Indiana, is a, uh, just was a put into the Hall of Fame, right, Tim? Yeah, Tony Stewart. Yeah. Smoke. Absolutely awesome to see. Yeah, and we had a, a NASCAR legend pass away um, just this last week also, uh, uh, John Andretti. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, so, I mean, if you're going to get anywhere around this neck of the woods, somebody's going to be talking about NASCAR. And, you know, a lot of people deride NASCAR and motorsports and stuff like that, but, like, if you, like, listen to one episode of, like, Dale Jr.'s podcast where, like, Tony's on there or Jeff Gordon is on there and they get to talking about so we tweaked the car like this and you know we did this and Mm -hmm. coming into the it's like it's so deep and there's so much like math involved and everything that they've got to do it's absolutely fascinating every little bit counts well coming in at number five we have speaking of math a former engineer who was going to have a uh, fantastic career set up for him in engineering but after the passing of his dad he made the decision to step away from engineering and follow his dream of becoming a country star and make his dad proud which he has done we are talking about former number one song matt weston hey bro Just a couple of rowdy renegades When we blew it up, tore it down Like Jesse James had come back around Getting caught, getting high I took your blame and you took mine Saying, hey bro, I got your back Dare anybody to go jacking with that No, hey bro, I know you got mine Yeah, some things run thicker than a bloodline Got you covered, my brother from another This episode of Who's Who is brought to you by Future Tool. They're owned by Phil and Audrey Westerfield. For all your tool and die, jigs, fixtures, special machines, CNC milling and turning, wire EDM or water jet needs, call Future Tool at 812-376-8699. Matt Weston, hey bro, and hey to all of you who are uh, listening to this particular show, we have got some cool stuff coming up, isn't that right, gentlemen? Uh, uh, Tim, I know you're on pins and needles for March 27th. Yes, the Wounded Warrior show. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) I cannot wait. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be absolutely awesome. Of course, uh, Tom Wopat, Bronson Arroyo, Mickey James going to uh, be gracing the stage alongside and in certain cases with right. Night Owl. You guys are going to be serving as Tom Wopat's backup group. What, I mean, I'm yes, all of uh, you guys are consummate professionals, but like what are, when you get the whole, hey, do you want to be my group, like what are the nerves like on that? Because I mean, that's 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 not a small thing. Yeah, um, uh, Tom, if you're listening, Tom Opat, please send us your music so we can learn it before that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to be sending us his music his set list here real soon. <laughs> so we're excited about learning the music. Um, it, we're a little nervous, but it, when it all comes down to it, uh, Tim, we're just going to do our thing anyway. That's right. We're going to do our thing to it, and um, hopefully he'll enjoy it. And 
uh, I'm looking forward to uh, getting the material so we can start working on it. Yeah, and he's coming to the house yeah. the night before to practice with us. Casey, you get the videotape. Yeah, you. no, it, it's a, that's another thing where, like, we are getting the opportunities to shoot and to video um, and to give to you guys some, some very intimate, very cool – well, let me rephrase that because with Night Owl Country Band, you never know. But some <laughs> some very awesome moments, uh, and it's going to be available at that $10 Patreon yeah. level. Uh, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. I can't wait. I'm going to get the whole weekend on camera, and uh, that that's going to be so much fun. I've called in a couple of my buddies from the wrestling industry that are going to help us cover all the festivities on the night of, and that's going to be awesome. But as we head into this Wounded Warriors show, I would like to announce something. Okay. Uh, I I have not prepared either of you for this at all. Um, But we've all talked. I was a huge fan of the Dukes of Hazzard Mm -hmm. growing up. And so I have decided to do something that I never had the opportunity to do when I was a kid. And my childhood was um, kind of centered around, at certain points, the box that I'm holding in my hand under the table. And I want to pass this off to you, and I want you to read what it is for the people. It's very important in my life, okay? Okay. Okay, the PlayStation 2, mm-hmm. Dukes of Hazard, Return of the General Lee. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, and uh-huh. so this was a very important thing in my childhood. I was talking with my grandma about it. I played this every single day of my life. I promise you that. It was in 2004, I think, was when it was released. And it has the entire original cast on it. So John and uh, Tom and Catherine Bach. And the only two who are missing are Sorrel Book and Denver Pyle, who by that point had unfortunately passed away. It's actually a pretty darn good game. It is. I I remember the game. And I never beat it when I was a kid. So I'm telling everybody this because I want to keep myself uh, honest when it comes to this. Uh, by the time that I meet Tom Wopat, I am going to beat this game. I'm going to play it, and I'm going to beat it for the first time in my life. Just so you know, we won't, we won't reschedule to a later date. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to throw this out there. I know there's literally no chance of it happening, but you know if you don't put stuff out into the uh the universe, it's never going to come back to you. I want yeah. Tom Wopat to play this game with me. Oh, that would I'd, be something. <laughs> that would I'll be just something. you you <laughs> you guys will finish up practicing up and I'll just like have my PS2. <laughs> <laughs> he would probably beat you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's the good news is uh, that I don't believe there's any multiplayer on it, so we would just oh. have to take turns. Yeah, take turns, and hope maybe my dad had to help me beat it when I was a kid. Maybe Tom Wopat will help me beat it this time. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but nevertheless, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I was watching some footage on YouTube because. 
you never know how a game is going to age. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's either going to, like, you're going to pick it up and it's just like it always was, or you're going to pick it up and you're going to be like, oh, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this did not age. Um, especially when it's from your childhood. But, yeah. like, I was reciting the lines of the game alongside the footage that I was watching, and I remember all the dialogue, and it looks just as good as it did then. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, very excited about Putting it uh, in my PS2 and getting some gameplay down. So that's that's my project. That's pretty cool. For the Wounded Warrior show. I might uh, document a little bit of it, and we can throw it up on uh, that uh, Patreon page okay. or whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh, to get tickets for that, go to www.nightowlcb.com. We have uh, two different uh, tickets that you can get. You can get a regular general mission ticket, or you can get a meet and greet. And you'll see that the price on the meet and greet is very cheap compared to... If you was to go to a uh, PopCon or something like that and be able to see three different uh, celebrities, um, it is very cheap and very, very, um, what would you say? I, I mean, it's it's miraculous, honestly, yeah. because, like, generally you're, if you're going to any sort of, like, a Comic-Con or anything like that where somebody is, you're paying bottom dollar forty. Mm-hmm. To yeah. meet somebody and get a picture. Um, and if it's somebody like I had the opportunity to meet Charles Martinet, who is a name that you don't know, but you know by the uh, word Wahoo. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he voices Mario and like pretty much everything oh, okay. else. Yeah. And by the way, he's the coolest guy ever. But <laughs> like meeting him was a hundred and it was worth it because it's the voice mm-hmm. of Mario. Sure. But having. Three celebrities from three different areas, but something that, you know, you all love. For 75 that's just unheard of. Yeah, it's very, very cheap. Uh, Tim, Tim and I went to the uh, PopCon, Comic-Con up at Comic-Con. Uh, Indy, yep. and they had different people like Ric Flair and Jennifer mm-hmm. Love Hewitt and some of them people, and uh, $75 doesn't even touch one of them. Yeah. So you get to see all three of these artists for $75. Very cheap. Especially, I mean, especially Ric Flair, man. If you want to line up to Space Mountain. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Hey, oldest ride, longest line. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And for that $75, not only do you get the meet and greet, but you get an event T-shirt. You get VIP seating. We try to make sure that uh, if you do pay to see a Night Owl Country Band show, especially the Wounded Warrior Project show or the Halloween show, that it, we throw in something that's extra special for you. Yeah, and, and let's face it, like, we, we understand that $75 isn't, you know, a negligible amount of money. Anytime that anybody, especially in the, you know, the working class Midwest, sees 75 there's going to be a little bit of a sticker shock. Oh, but, like, when you dive in and you realize just how good this deal is, like, if I weren't, you know, kind of getting the opportunities that I'm getting to be backstage and whatnot myself, I'd be paying seventy five dollars yeah. all day. Yeah. Well, I I just seen tickets for a venue just down the road from us in Nashville, Indiana, to see Brett Young. The tickets were at the cheapest was around fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and you don't even get to shake hands with him. You just get to see him from your seat, so you actually get to see these people shake hands with them. Get something signed by him. That's pretty awesome. And it's a good cause. It you is. Know, we're Great. giving money back to our veterans. Yep, absolutely. Coming in at number four this week, continuing to move up the countdown, the country sweetheart, Crystal Lee with 
different days bring different things. Woke up this morning, it was way too soon to tell why I seem so nervous to hear that classroom bell. My senior year is right here, but what does that mean? I'll just keep believing different days bring different things. It's okay to be different, that makes the world spin round. We all have our own voice, our own heartbeat sound. Just be This episode of Who's Who is brought to you by our friends at Special Dogs and More. Located at 217 Washington Street, at Special Dogs and More, the mentally and intellectually challenged get the opportunity to gain employment through on-the-job training. Over 70% of all disabled are unemployed, and over 80% of all intellectually challenged are unemployed. They've been told you can't do that or you won't be able to do that. Well, we're here to tell you they can do it. With proper training, support, and self-confidence, they will be able to hold a job. The goal at Special Dogs and More is to help our team members gain either part or full-time employment where deemed possible. We will not give up on those that need our help and accept it. And not only that, the food is so good, right, Matt? <laughs> it is great. They not only have hot dogs, but they have tenderloins, they have cheeseburgers, they have uh. ribbon fries that are great. You have to check them out. The the ribbon fries are like the perfect halfway point between fries and potato chips. Yeah. You know, the outsides are crispy. The insides are a little bit soft. And that burger, oh, <laughs> I love going in and eating their burgers. So we love the food. And not only that, we love the mission. At Special Dogs and More, you come for the mission, but you stay for the food. And when you go into Special Dogs and More, mention the Who's Who podcast to receive 10% off of your order. Crystal Lee, with different days bring different things. And gentlemen, if we can, just for a quick minute, step out of the nest. All right. So this Friday, this Friday is Valentine's Day. Everybody has their different opinions on Valentine's Day. Is it a really good holiday? Is it a Hallmark holiday? Is it a complete waste of time? Mm. <laughs> Nevertheless, at this time of the year, we all begin to think about love. Mm -hmm. So I thought it would be kind of cool if real quick we kind of all went around the table and we talked a little bit about how we met that special person in our life. Because I, I love hearing stories of how people meet. That's like one of my favorite things in the world. Uh I'm not even going to lie, Matt, you started to tell the story before the podcast, and that's when I decided this, and I cannot wait to hear this. <laughs> Making things up as we go. Is that, is that what we're doing? <laughs> um, uh, Song <yeah>. coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, I cannot wait to hear this story in full, Matt. You want her to talk a little bit on this? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Hey, Lisa, do you want to be on the podcast? Hey, okay. Why? Because you can talk on this a little bit. She can tell about it. 
You just want her to talk about how it was love at first sight. You got the sensor button ready? Ready? Talk about how we first met. You're not on video. What's this? (laughs) (laughs) So. All right. uh, How did you guys meet? All right. I have the privilege of saying the VP of operations <laughs> is here, my wife, Lisa. So the, the way we met was, um, did you want to tell a little bit? No. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, um, and then I'll correct you. I was going to say, she'll correct you as, as you go. <laughs> we both worked, I, I worked at, uh, I did a lot of tool and die stuff. Mm-hmm. And, the two places that I worked tool and die at, both of them had shut down. And after I had had that experience, I decided that I wanted to go back and start maybe working back in the restaurant industry like I was before. So I went back to White Castle. And the only way I wanted to go back to White Castle is if I was going to be a manager. So I had to go through all the training and all that stuff. Well, at that time, there's a special young lady that's that started uh, working there. And, Ooh. <laughs> and this special young lady was also in between jobs. She was selling, you doing insurance? At the- uh, yes. I, yes, I was doing insurance. My oldest daughter had just started college, so I needed a second job. So she started working there too. So, and we both started working third shift so I, I was technically her boss still am right yeah, right <laughs> boss man servant you know uh, who, why are we putting labels on things so um next thing you know we, we just started liking each other and then i asked you out do you, do you remember when i asked you out when or where when and where do we go we went and saw a movie that I later found out your sister was a couple of rows behind us spying on us. Oh. Remember that, Sarah? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is that um, you have a tendency to uh, ask people out to the movies for their first date. Tim, <laughs> run. Oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> we got something in common. What, what movie did we see? Um, Adam Sandler, the quarterback movie with Adam Sandler. Longest Yard. Good movie. Really good movie. It was at the old cinema in the Commons Mall before they closed it. I miss that place. Yeah. So then things just kind of led one to another and ended up, we got married, and now she's happier than she's ever been in her whole whole life. And not only that, (laughs) absolutely pampered. I have never seen a woman who is so, doesn't have to lift a finger around the house. to bleep me if I said something right now. I appreciate you doing a special appearance on the podcast oh, you're today. Welcome. <laughs> She's like, where, where are we going for Valentine's Day? We usually go to White Castle and get our picture taken. We do. We do. We do. We usually go to White Castle. We occasionally go somewhere else, but we may end up going to White Castle again, maybe. Maybe so a movie. romantic. Maybe a movie. Hey, hey. White yeah. Castle well, in a movie. Me and you may have to celebrate Valentine's Day on Saturday because me and Tim's going to be Friday. No, we're not. No, no, no. You're, no. You're hey, friend. Matt, be fair. There are a lot of late showings. <laughs> so true. you can do an 
early dinner yeah. with Lisa, and then you can catch a late showing with oh, Tim. Uh, I'll be late. Myself. Or or you can do it the other way around. You can catch a matinee with Tim, so you got a little more room. Oh, there we go. You know what I mean? Wiggle oh, room, we call that. Oh, I don't <laughs> like the sound of that. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Tim. Oh, uh, well, I got my wife at Walmart. Because oh. you can get anything at Walmart, see? What a great value. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we were both working at Walmart together. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, one thing led to another, and... Uh, I found myself, uh, I was a stockman, and I found myself in the electronics department a lot, and because uh, that's where my wife worked. And uh, so we, uh, that's how we met. I found myself in the technology department, <laughs> but uh, just because I'm really interested in electronics, she worked in shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, uh, we started dating, and... Um, then I'll never forget when I asked her to marry me. I never forget what she said to me. It was a very romantic moment, mm. and I said, "You know what? I think we should get married." And her answer was, "What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going to be a romantic proposal when the proposal begins with, you know what?" <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, not the answer I was looking for, but uh, she she made me wait a whole year. So. We uh, we waited a year before we got married, so. So. Yeah, and she's happier than she's ever been in her whole life. Yeah, and not only that, pampered. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, all all kidding aside, is there certain things that you and Cher do, or certain places that you go, or? Oh well, we like to go to Mexican restaurants and drink margaritas and ah, margaritas and, and laugh a lot. And yeah, we uh, we enjoy music, and yeah, we got a lot in common. Great, well, that's good. How about you and Nia? Well, first of all, you've been watching too much WWE. It's Nia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not Nia Jax. No, it's not. Thank God. Um, I think I call her Nia. Probably she gets it a lot, especially since I was in the wrestling industry for so long. <laughs> She's been very nice. She hasn't corrected me at all. <laughs> yeah, but no. you have. What does that mean? You are not nice. <laughs> Nia, how did you Nia me? So, I've got like the weirdest Hallmark perfect love story ever. It's like, it's unfortunate how. So, in high school, I was a. I don't want to say this about myself, but as far as in that school was concerned, I was kind of a minor celebrity because, like, I was on the announcements every morning doing my thing and I I could walk on water in that school about my junior year like there there was a specific rule we couldn't wear Halloween costumes so I wore one every day that week mm. and my principal was like Casey come on I'm like it's for the show it's for um promoting the show so more people pay attention to the Olympian flame and he's like that's a very good idea Casey <laughs> so like I I would oh my so I was very recognizable around school. Um, I had a pink backpack that had One Direction on it. Oh, boy. Uh, oh. Just for the joke. And I then see. when one of the members of One Direction left, I put duct tape over his face. <laughs> <laughs> so she had followed me on Instagram. I never met her. Okay. Um, and then one day over the summer, right after she had graduated, she friended me on Facebook. And... 
I came to find out that that was basically because she was tying up any loose ends from the United States. And yes, we'll get to that. Um, so she messenger was doing the, yeah. Messenger has always been like some form of creepy as far as getting you to talk to people that you're friends with. But this time it was literally like, Hey, you guys are friends now. You should talk. You want to say hi, say hi to her. Please just message her and say hi. I'm begging you. And <laughs> it was like one thirty, and I opened and I was, I opened the next morning and I was like, oh, maybe tomorrow Facebook. So one thirty when I got off, I, uh, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. And I messaged her and I was like, hi. And she was like, hi. And we, um, Started talking a little bit. I, I don't, I never have messaged girls, especially when I was single, with like the intention of like talking to them. Um, it's always more along the lines of, I just, I like friends, I like people. So I was like, So what have you been up to since you graduated? And she said, Well, uh, I've been doing a lot of packing and I'm like, oh, why? And she's like, well, in two weeks I moved to Paris, France. Mm. And I, I kind of thought in my mind, okay, well that's a door closed. Like I'm not trying to get into a long distance relationship without the bat. And so I kind of wrote it off, but I was like, this is going to be cool. I want to like hear about her experiences living in France and all this stuff. That was the first day, and then four days later, she and I were both like, oh, no. We really like each other, don't we? <laughs> and so it's funny because, you know, eventually I did do the ceremonial, like, asking her out or whatever, but the conversation where <clears throat> I asked her out was kind of like more along the lines of a conversation of, so do we want to do this? Like, is this going to be a good move for us? Because, you know, we knew that we were signing up for just the worst situation. But we decided that we liked each other enough, and we saw enough there that if it fell flat on its face, it was going to fall flat on its face. But if we never tried, we would never know, and we would always live with that regret. And so we decided to make a go of it. And that was three and a half years ago. And she was over in France for the first 10 months, and they were the hardest 10 months of my life. But since then, she's uh, been with uh, within distance enough that I can see her. She's in Bloomington right now, and uh, we're thinking about you know what happens after she graduates and all that stuff. But anything's better than a six-hour time difference to Paris, France. Oh, yeah. Sure. So... Um, yeah, no best uh, best risk I ever took. Nice, by far. That's so. very sweet. Yeah, no, I'm like, it's it, when I look back on it, I'm like, man, we, you really could write a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, White Castle might sponsor oh a movie for you. Yeah. Oh my God, it could be called Slidering into the DMs. Oh god! Oh, that's terrible. Oh god! Coming, uh, com- wow. coming in at number three. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, a song that is a little ironic given what we just talked about, because mm-hmm. this song is about a relationship that is not doing so hot necessarily. Um, 
but it's about not being able to imagine your life without that person, even right. through the struggle. Corey Lane with Cold December. It's a cold December And writing's hard to do My mind's distracted by The thought of leaving you We can't whisper fake I love you It's a cold December When you've lived so many lonely years But we'll weather the storm Like we always do We can't be alone together But I can't make it without you This episode of Who's Who is brought to you by the Christopher Stephen Corporation, designers and integrators of custom automation equipment. 
The Christopher Stevens Corporation has been meeting the needs of various industries in the areas of special machinery and integration for more than 40 years. They do special machinery, they build assembly lines, they make gauges, and so much more. They have CNC lathes, CNC mills, and they also have assembly line, and they have uh, design. It's a one-stop shop. You can contact them at 812-342-0809, or you can email them at sales at team tcsc.com regarding your project project they're located at 6350 inwood drive columbus indiana 47201 or you can go to www.teamtcsc.com former number one song cory lane with cold december and matt i want to talk a little bit about you know we talk so much about the wounded warrior project but a little bit later on in this year, you've got some other really cool stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, we're we're excited about the in the month of August. Uh, we was able to announce that we we will be uh, uh, sharing the stage with Way Jennings, um, one of uh, Wayland Jennings' grandsons, at uh, Searland Park, and that will be August eighth. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, I, and I don't know if anybody's followed his pages or not, but he'd be a good page to follow if you like the old school country. He he sounds just like his grandpa. Mm-hmm. He, he sounds really good. So, yeah, I'm, we're excited about playing with him. And even still, you know, the the last couple of years have worked out very thematically for the Night Owl Countryman. Another connection to the Dukes of Hazard. It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he does a lot of stuff with him. The Bo's Extravaganza, mm-hmm. he goes down and plays that. And they they uh, play at different. He plays at different venues, and he. Uh, I, saw, I think he was at Cooter's place a few times also. So that, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. It going to be a lot of fun out there in the park. Come do some swimming. Uh, hit the driving range. Put-put. The put. I've ne- I have not gotten to play on the new putt putt course. I remember the old one very very well, but I've never gotten to play on the new one. So I'm definitely going to have to do that mm-hmm. myself. Do you play putt putt, Tim? Yes, I'm uh, quite good at it. Yeah, Tim oh. only plays putt because it only takes one. Ain't That's that right? Right on. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Well. <laughs> Uh, full disclosure, Tim and I just completely made that up, but that's exactly (laughs) what song number two is about. Sometimes in life, you just have to be making things up as I go.
Of course, that's Jeremy Parsons with Making Things Up As I Go, former number one song, which means, guys, we have a new number one song. New number one. Is it going to be uh, a casual grind up the uh, top ten, or is it going to be one of those like Cold December that just catches us off guard? We will see, we will see. But before we do that, I want to take this opportunity to listen to a little bit of Night Owl music and something that is brand new to iTunes. Is that right? Totally different. Tim, you want to talk about it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've got to listen to uh, our uh, Lies in You song. The uh... Well, hopefully so, because it was played on one of our episodes, and you've yeah. been listening to those, right? Yes. I'm more so asking the listener than you. I'm not trying to. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad he answered you, yes. I'm looking at me. <laughs> no, no, Tim. Tim just looked at me like the perp, and I'm interrogating him. <laughs> so that's that's the electric version. Now we also did a version of this song bluegrass style. So this is what you're going to hear today. Yeah, and, and that has got a completely different vibe to it than the... It seems kind of like a completely different song just just by the mere instrumentation. Yeah, that, for me, as far as going down and recording music down in Nashville, this was one of the most interesting things that, that I have seen. What uh, Dave DeMay down the song... City Studios, great recording uh, studio. We appreciate them, appreciate David what he's done for us and producing the music. But he he took the vocals the same. He took a few things the same, and he plugged in the bluegrass music. And this to me is one of the most amazing things that I've heard. And we would encourage you to, after we play this version. Go listen to the electric version and then come back to this version because yeah. it's absolutely uncanny. It sound like two totally different songs, don't it? Yeah, no, absolutely. Of course, we are talking about, in my personal opinion, the best song that you guys have ever recorded, Lies in You. Written by Jason Ray Welsh. Mm-hmm. That we ask somehow, how 
castaway old rocky shore when I just can't take it anymore a lighthouse a solid rock a ray of hope a place to dock when we tried everything that we know to do we somehow see it through when there's nothing left but moving on baby it's hard to do my strength lies in you it lies in Scattered on the ground Of a love so true Just to hear you say those words to me Baby, I love you I cannot say what you mean to me Just to show you I can be true Proving once again as you turn to me My strength lies in you When we tried everything That we know to do We somehow see it through There's nothing left but moving on Baby, it's hard to do My strength lies in you It lies in you Yeah, yeah, yeah Our love will see us through Lies in you. Every time I listen to that version, I'm just amazed because it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Before we talk about the number one song, something amazing happened in the state of Indiana yesterday, which is Saturday if you're, if you're listening to the podcast. The general, Bobby Knight, made oh, his yeah. return. So I thought we might mention that. Um, that is huge. How many years? How many years is 20, it? 20 years. You know what? I'm not wow. participating in this because I know it's just going to end with you gloating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he knows where this is going. <laughs> so it was a very touching, touching moment. But my favorite. Tim, I, Tim I'm just going to go ahead and uh, <laughs> mute our mics and let <laughs> him you. take this one. <laughs> so my favorite, my favorite part of the day, being a Purdue fan, was the way that the day ended. We totally ruined that whole situation. <laughs> 
involved. Actually, yeah, no, I'm going to mute his mic and we're going to introduce the number hey, one song. That's <laughs> Coming in at number one, a song that has been on the countdown since the beginning of this countdown, uh, the whole hand and then some. Uh, and, you know, Tim, I think, as Matt is in quarantine. Uh, <laughs> bad um, boy, bad boy. I'm out. Tim, I think this really speaks to, you know, it doesn't matter where you're at on the countdown. If if the song is strong, it can rise up just beautifully. Isn't that right? That's right. Yeah, this is a great song. It's just um, really uh, well written. Um, I love the guitar stuff in it, and I love that ending when they just rock out on the guitars. It's just really cool. Of course, he is talking about our friend Lucas Chiliberti with Rainmaker. In a covered wagon, he crossed the Great Divide on his way to Kansas. With two more days to ride He'd heard about the suffering The ones who died in vain He came to work his magic He was gonna make it rain Rainmaker, can you open up the sky? It's gonna take a miracle The well is almost dry Some folks took to cheering, some folks took to songs. One man called him Jesus, and they cheered the Savior on. Rainmaker, can you open up the sky? It's gonna take a miracle, the well is almost dry. As the Savior lay there dying, rain came falling down. Rainmaker, can you open up the sky? It's gonna take a miracle, the well is almost dry. Rainmaker, our lives are in your hands. If anyone can save us now, you can.
Lucas Chiliberti with Rainmaker. And gentlemen, a well, well-deserved number one. Here, Matt, I'll turn your mic back on so you can oh, talk about you. it. Thank you. Thank you. Out of timeout. Uh, <laughs> week number seven, lucky number seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this was a great song. Uh, it's been on, like you said, it's been on the chart all seven weeks, and he's climbed into the top spot. Go ahead, Tim. Yes, very good song. I'm I'm glad it hit number one, and uh, we really enjoy this one. And I know, no. I know Steve is going to be pumped. Oh he, yeah, no, I was about to say somewhere. Uh, I can hear Steve rejoicing from yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, he loved this song. He loved the ending of it. Yeah, you know, he's about to burst through the wall like the Kool-Aid man here in a second. <laughs> in one hand will be uh, the copy of Rainmaker. In the other hand will be some type of Michigan something. And he'll have something yep. to say about both of them next week. <laughs> next week. As next week I am going to get... Brett and Steve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got the the troublemakers next week. You had the good makers this week. Yeah. Is that no, what you call it? I mean, yeah, good makers. I, I, <laughs> it's what you call it now, Matt. Um, next, if you're listening to this and you're, you're thinking about not listening next week, listen next week because I don't think I've ever been so scared to host a podcast in my life. Yeah, this is going to be great. Because <laughs> you know, we were... Matt, you and I were talking about switching it up, and we're like, yeah, no, me, Matt and Tim's going to be a good combination. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then eventually you're going to have me and Steve together. So, that, Oh, man, that's oh. going to... That's going to be rowdy. Well, I'm going to go, and I'm going to play some Dukes of Hazard, Return of the General Lee, and mentally prepare for what's going to happen uh, next week here on Who's Who. Of course, your number one source for the top independent country music that's out there. Uh, We listen to stuff from all over the place, and we tell you about it. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support of the show, your support of Night Owl. Of course, if you want to support the show and Night Owl um, monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash nightowlcb. A lot of cool stuff there, a lot of cool tiers. And uh, we were talking about your hard-earned dollar earlier. Uh, We worked very hard to make sure that all of those tiers were uh, were good for your dollar as well. And of course, you can uh, find the show. I mean, most places that you can find podcasts, you've got uh, Apple Podcasts, you've got Spotify, you, you've got iHeartRadio, and of course, uh, online at, at our hub. And uh, if we do get to a uh, 10 patron goal over there on Patreon... Every show that we do is also going to be released as a video show. And if you thought having us on video was cool last week, you know, Matt, and you you can kind of speak to this, recording remotely is never ideal. Right, right. When they, uh, when we was recording the video, it was right before sound check, and they were testing some lights out last week. So there's parts of the video where we are shiny like angels and then there's parts where we were dark like demons there's parts where you were shining like angels and then there were parts where they turned the lights up oh okay (laughs) (laughs) uh but i no i can't wait for us to hit that that video goal 
for us to really kind of flex and 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 make this the show that I, I believe it's been meant to be this whole time. We're just a few patrons away, so literally, if, I mean, if you're listening to this, go and uh, you know throw us five dollars a month, test it out. You get the show without ads that way. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's a it's a ton of fun. We have a ton of fun doing it, and we thank you that's, so much for listening. That's only a dollar and a quarter a week, right? Yeah, no, it's it's right in there. So, I mean, I don't know. It's a leap year, and math gets weird. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some some months it's only a dollar a week. So uh, yeah. We would most certainly appreciate the support. It helps us to get the show where we're going to be. And, of course, we've got tons of other goals. And uh, tell somebody about the show. Tell them how much that you like it. And thank you so much for listening. Uh, for Tim, for Matt, for the Night Owl Country Band as a whole. In closing, as always, I just ask, go out and listen to some music this week that you wouldn't have listened to otherwise. Listen to some ABBA. Mm. You might like it a little bit. Yeah. We'll Ear, see you guys ear, next ear time. Worm, ear worm. <laughs>